And we are live. What's up, guys? Welcome to Fed It. I am here with Angie, as you guys have come to learn and love at this point. Uh, today we're going to be covering the Louisville shooting, guys. Let's get into it. Our special agent with Homeland Security Investigations, okay, guys? HSI. The cases that I did mostly were human smuggling and drug trafficking. No one else has these documents, by the way. Here's what Fed It covers. Dr. Lafredo confirmed lacerations due to stepping on glass. Murder investigation. You see him reaching in his jacket. You don't know. And he's positioning. Been on February 13, 2019. You're facing two counts of premeditated murder. Racketeering and Rico young, conspiracy. Young slime life here and after referred to as YSL. The defendants uh, 6 9 And then this is Billy Seiko right here. Now, when they first started, guys, 6 9 ran with. I'm a fed. I'm watching this music video. You know, I'm bobbing my head like, hey, this shit lit. But at the same time, I'm pausing. Oh, wait, who this? Right? Oh, who's that in the back? Firearms and violent crimes. AKA, Bushaisi violated. You're ordered to stay away from the victim. Trapper Bushaisi arrested after shooting at King of Diamonds, Miami Strip Club, injured one person. This is the one that's going to fuck him up because this gun is not traceable. Well, it happened at the gun range. Here's your boy, 42 Doug, right here on the left. Okay. Sex trafficking and sex crimes. They can effectively link him to paying an underage girl. And the first bomb went off right here. Inspired by Al Qaeda. Two terrorists, the brothers, the Zokar Sarnev and Tamer Lynn Sarnev. When the cartel shipped drugs into the country. As this guy got arrested for um, espionage, okay, trading secrets with the Russians for monetary compensation. The largest corrupt police bust in New Orleans history. So he was in this bad boy. We're going to go over his past, the gang ties, so that this all makes sense. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to Feta. We're back. Um, so <laughs> I'm here with a special guest, you guys. Uh, Angie, introduce yourself to the people for those that may or may not know. Hi, guys. Um, yeah, it's Angie. Uh, we'll be covering this lame ass case today. No, nah, this case is not lame, you hater. I mean, I don't. This I, case is good. She just don't know nothing about it. Yeah. That's well, why. She yeah. likes Italian stuff, but. You know that I like to study and I like to research and I like to have like a background on this. Yeah, she's gonna be useless, useless on this one. That's I why. won't be useless because I did watch some videos and shit. Yeah. But Which, yeah, I mean, it's just I don't know. I just think it's lame, honestly. But whatever. Um, but yeah, guys. Um, I but just hold on. But let's let's. Uh, but here's the thing, though. Uh, it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> I thought you were gonna put like the one. Of, forget about yeah, it. That, well, that too, because your opinion. <laughs> forget about who it. Who cares about that, man? Anyway, <laughs> you have anything else you want to tell the people besides uh, this case? Is yeah, uh, I want to say a couple of things. Sure. Uh, first of all, uh, follow Fedit on Instagram. Some of you guys have already followed it, and you are, have been like you know being active with the instagram it's fed it at fed it dot 1811 okay i'm gonna get myron to you know like uh promote the instagram as well so you guys can follow it more because uh, yes i'll put in this you won't listen to me but you will listen to him mm -hmm. so you know um and the other thing is that uh uh, I don't know. I, I just wanted to say that, yeah, uh, why why women deserve less is gonna come in Spanish. I'm ex really excited because I'm moving forward with the book, so it's gonna yes. come out in Spanish. And she's I'm, translating it, guys. How I'm funny is that? It. She's translating why women deserve less. How do you say that in Spanish? Why women deserve less? Eh, porque las mujeres merecen menos. <laughs> you should learn how to say it in Spanish. You know. Uh, what, say it again. Porque what? <laughs> <laughs> porque what? Porque, porque what? las mujeres. Uh huh. 
merecen menos. Okay, all right, okay. Them women deserve menos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mamma mia! <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, okay, so let me see here. Let me hit some of these chats real fast before I get into this one. This one will be a shorter one, guys. Um, and then what did they say that they wanted? Should we do a poll? We should probably do a poll for them for the next crime family to cover, right? Uh, Yeah, I knew you were going to do a poll, but I was hoping you guys would want like the Lucchese family. Lucchese, you mean? Lucchese. 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 Yeah. Here, let me read these. Uh, How about this? Can you do me a favor, Angie? Can you read the chats for the people while sure. I go ahead and, uh, and I do this poll? Yeah, I already highlighted it on the side. Okay, okay. Just, just click over there. Okay. I hope you guys enjoy her English. Go ahead and suffer. Uh, all right. Um. Serino, $5, says, I will be interested to hear Andy talk about the current situation in Venezuela. Is it as bad as they say and what she thinks of Maduro? <laughs> Go ahead. Tell them. Um, well, uh, since I came here, I've noticed this huge phenomenon that's been going on with like people's ideas of Venezuela. Uh, people here think that Venezuela is horrible and it's like super dangerous and it's not like that like it used to be a lot yes but it's not like that crazy like people think of, like it is you know so i mean it's just crazy because we don't have like a tourism uh, how do you say like um tourism or or um immigration we don't, no, no, it's not immigration it's just that we don't have tourists because we we are not like that sec like that thing in our country is gone because of the government just messing with everything yeah uh, my opinion of the government is as i've said it before i think uh the government is just fucked up like it's the worst things la mierda so <laughs> um what i think of maduro he can go fuck himself honestly and yeah the Hope situation get assassinated <laughs> I, i don't give a fuck i'm yeah. in this country I, i came here looking for protection so because of that fucking guy so um yeah the situation is not a, as bad as you guys think honestly you should look it up you should do your research because i have friends that are americans and i have travel and it's very different like it's very difficult for you guys to travel to venezuela because you now need like documents and you actually need a visa which is fucked up honestly but If you do your research, you'll find out that Venezuela is actually a beautiful country and you have plenty of places to, you know, visit and look into, you know. So, yeah, that's my opinion about okay. that. Um, thank you Next for asking, one? though. Um, okay. Michaga says, $5. In my defense, I did not have sexual relationships with that woman. <laughs> yeah, I just got from work. I just got here from work. And we never have sexual relationships, guys. Like, You you should stop with this. Honestly. Yeah, before the show, never. What else? No comment. <laughs> uh, Serena two dollars says, "Will you get Michael Franchisi for fresh and fit or fat?" Right. Yeah, go ahead, tell them. Okay, so Marlon <laughs> closed his deal, and he's gonna get Michael Franchisi here. Uh, he's gonna get it for fresh and fit. So yeah, he's gonna be like a special guest. When is it? The, the uh, day again? Probably we're gonna have him. I think. Um, May 17th, I'm shooting for guys. So shout out to Michael Francis. We're going to definitely have yeah, him on the pod. It's going to be a great match for that one. So, yeah, you guys have been asking. We're making it happen. It'll be a great conversation for you guys that are wondering. He was a capo I'm for the so Colombo excited. crime family. Uh, he was making millions of dollars a week, basically. <laughs> he was basically scamming gas stations. It's actually a very yeah. interesting um, scheme that he used to do. 
Uh, if we do the Colombo crime family, I'll go over it in a little bit more detail. But it's going to be great to have him on the show to actually talk about it. Yeah. But, uh, continue on because I'm finishing up this poll. All right. Uh, Angie, that's all right. Uh, I'm really excited about that. Like I was hoping for mine to do that. Some of you guys have been texting me on the Instagram about that as well. And yeah, we finally. Yeah, Myron. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't do Marco, man. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bitcoin Biden says $5. Angie, on your. Fr- you just did this on purpose. You knew that all this question we're gonna do, for, we're gonna be for me. You know, like what the hell, Angie? On your first fresh and fit appearance during last toss, during last thoughts, you said you hated everything Myra said on fresh and fit. How did Myra convert you? Sudanese tick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't. Uh, if I recall correctly, I didn't say I hated everything. Myra, shut up. Uh, I Dude. just hey, Dude. woman, answer the question. Okay. Um, I didn't say I hated Myron. I, I hated everything Myron says. I remember that I said that he had a very like hateful way to say things. Like he was like very uptight and like very direct and like he, I mean I was yeah. And I still think the same. I mean I, she shouldn't be addressing like the things he says sometimes like the way he does. It should be like you know way like. It doesn't matter. My finger slipped there. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, (laughs) um, I didn't say I actually agree with like most of the things he thinks. Most, not all, but yeah, um, that's it. (laughs) Her dad thinks like I do, guys. That's why. There you go. All right. Uh, her her dad's a smart guy. So um, okay, we got here. Um, Colorado Roughneck goes star stockpiling ammo. Yep, that's true. Myron's divine phallus. What? Uh, Okay. (laughs) All right. Now that Fresh and Balls and BBC isn't around, we got to do something about them. Uh, pay Chris the bum sitting the crazy 304s next to us. This is bullish and it must stop. A bullish. I'm losing hair dealing with this, bro. That's true. Then he goes, paying. Uh, spell check is a motherfucker. Small brain, small dick or small brain down here. That's fine, bro. No worries. Misty L. Appreciate that super sticker. Thank you so much, guys, for the support. Um, so uh, was there anything else that we had to announce? Oh, guys, pull this up right now. Uh, what crime family you guys want us to cover? Let's see which one. It looks like Colombo's in the lead right now with 43%. Lucchese is right behind at 31%. Genovese at 20%. Bonanno at 6%. So uh, that'll be for next Thursday, guys. And so you guys that are wondering, because uh, some of you guys may or may not be aware of what's going on, we're covering the Italian Mafia, right, for the next uh, Forget about for it. the next few weeks. We, the first episode that we did was the entire Mafia background, you know, coming from Sicily, coming over to New York, the Prohibition area, how the Mafia rose to power. Then we went ahead and covered, uh, you know, how the fam- the five families were formed. We went over all that. Then the first episode we did was the Gambino family. We went over John Gotti in detail. We went over Carlo Gambino. We talked about uh, hell. You guys, if you want to go check out that episode, I even show you guys where I lived in my childhood, which was a couple miles away from where Carlo Gambino, the crime boss, lived um, in Brooklyn, New York. So um, yeah, so it looks now uh, like Colombo might be the second family that we cover, um, and we're going to probably end up filming that tonight. What's the guys. first one? Oh, the Colombo. Okay. Yeah, it looks like Colombo's winning right now, 50%. You see the poll? Okay, yeah. So, um, so yeah, guys, so we're going to be covering the La Cosa Nostra every Thursday for the next probably five to ten weeks. Also, special announcement that I want to make for y'all. You guys have been asking this forever, so I'm going to go ahead and announce it right now. First time I'm fed it. We're going to do Ryan Dawson as of right now, May 5th, guys, okay? So... If you guys are wondering, uh, Ryan Dawson, he's been banned off everywhere. He's been banned off Facebook, MySpace, YouTube, MySpace. everything. Yeah, dude, MySpace too. They ban him off everything. And the reason why, because I ain't gonna lie, man, he comes out with a lot of facts as far as to um, 
what really happened behind 9-11. And he covered a bunch of things. He covered the John F. Kennedy shooting, all this other stuff. Uh, this guy knows his stuff. He's very thorough. Uh, I watched a, um, a documentary, which I think you guys should all watch too before we have him on the podcast. It's called The Empire Unmasked, okay? Fantastic documentary. Five hours long. Uh, I went through it. And in it, they, they talk about, you know, who was involved in 9-11, etc. Um, and I'm not going to say too much, but them boys definitely had a role in it. And he doesn't just say, oh, yeah, them boys had a role in it. He shows FBI 302s. CIA documents, which if you guys are wondering, FBI 302s are reports of investigation, 1,000% involved, okay? And another country as well, which, you know, uh, rhymes with uh, Audi Arabia, if y'all know what I'm saying. They were involved. Uh, and then obviously the United States, so, um, you know, had some uh, had some links to it as well. So it's going to probably be the most thorough podcast done on 9-11 on the internet, because as you guys know, I did an entire 9-11 series. So I'm very well aware the 9-11 commission report. I'm very well aware of uh, the official investigation, all the people that were involved, the terrorists, the suspects, et cetera. I'm aware of that um, side. I'm also aware of the conspiracy theories with the controlled demolitions, et cetera. But the one thing that none of these people cover, whether it's Loose Change or any, or, you know, the new Pearl Harbor, any of these 9-11 conspiracy films, none of them cover them boys. Which I'm telling y'all, I looked at the, all the information, and Ryan's gonna share the FOIA stuff with me as well. All official documents. Them boys were definitely one thousand percent involved. Okay, guys. So uh, we're probably gonna end up doing half the podcast on YouTube, but then once we talk about <laughs> them boys, if you know what I'm saying, we're gonna go over to Rumble. All right. Oh my god. But it is gonna come out for y'all. You guys been asking for it. It's gonna be a great interview because, like I said before, I've been studying 9/11 quite a bit. Uh, and um, we're going to have a very high IQ conversation on it. And we're going to go over um, some of the stuff. You know, we were attacked. I want to say that, make that very clear. We definitely were attacked by, um, you know, the boys from Al-Qaeda. But there were some other people that knew what was going on that allowed it to facilitate. I don't want to talk too much about it mm. because obviously we're on YouTube. Forget and, about uh, it. Yeah, exactly. Forget really. about yeah, it. Forget about it. So, or else this channel's going to have to forget about it. So I don't want to go into too much detail, but it's going to be a really, really good interview, guys. Um, it's going to be a high IQ one. It's going to be a lot of things that we cover and everything else like that. We're probably going to do it on Fresh and Fit, uh, but I'm really excited for it, man. I've been studying. I got my questions ready. We're going to do it in a nice systematic fashion. We're pr probably going to be a two to three hour long podcast, but we're going to go over everything. We're going to have official documents for you guys. I'm going to have FBI reports ready to go. This isn't just like a conspiracy theory podcast. Like, whoa, whoa. nah, bro. We got real official documents unclassified that literally links them boys and the mother boys that rhymes with abia if y'all know what i'm saying okay so anyway uh angie you have anything before we get into this thing no are you gonna continue reading the chats are there more that came yeah there are uh, okay shout out to all you guys by the way i uh thank you guys There's so much for the support, support. Yeah. yeah seriously uh yeah well my yeah well myron will ryan dawson be in the house from japan or via internet we're gonna do it virtually guys because he's in the process of moving right now hang on you're skipping something did I miss some? Yeah. Them yeah. boys are going to be stressing after. <laughs> Oops. It's fine. Uh, bro, I was watching Fedit in class last week, and this chick was eavesdropping on me and got so heated when she saw your face. They hate you, my facts, bro. I know. <laughs> that has they, happened to me, They too. really do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, uh, Angie's actually taking some abuse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For supporting. She actually has. Do you want to yeah. tell? Nah. You want to tell that story? I don't give a fuck. The bitches? Oh, you know, well, yeah, yeah. There's you, another story I have to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, so apparently, um, 
I, I was looking for girls to be on the podcast. Uh, Can I say that? Though? Well, yeah, I go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Angie helps out with that behind the yeah, scenes, too. Yeah, sometimes. And I was in my job, and I went on the girls' bathroom, uh, restroom, and I asked if any of the ladies wanted to be on the podcast. <laughs> And they apparently they all knew the podcast and they hate Marin and they started like beefing about Marin. They said like, yeah, if they be on the table fresh and fit again, they will spit on Marin's face. Yeah, and they started being like hated by everyone and every, every staff on my on my job. So yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, but, fuck those bitches. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck them. them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else do we got here? Uh, okay, uh, can you click the other ones, uh, Angie? Yeah. Um, um, okay, soy panameno. Uh, okay, you know what? That's Spanish. What? What is that? <laughs> can you read that? Can you read that? Yeah, no, I can't read that. You read that, woman. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, uh, Marcelino Film says, soy panameño, soy panameño, te ves hermosa, Angie. Thank you, gracias. That's really sweet. Um, what does that mean? He said that I looked beautiful. Okay. <laughs> he lied, but it's okay. All right, three diglets. <laughs> three diglets says, uh, "Fed it will protect you, Angie." Yeah, that is this is true. I'm always strapped when I'm with her. Uh, uh, what else? What else do we got here, Angie? Uh, <laughs> Kekua Gray says, "Do Oklahoma City bombing." Oh, actually, can you write that down? Uh, sure. Oklahoma City. That's Timothy McVeigh. I've been meaning to do that one for you guys for a while. Um, that actually is a big one. Um, Tim, uh, Timothy McVeigh, Oklahoma City bombing in 1995. Uh, oh yeah okay. yeah that was way back in the day i was i remember that red dot iron sights for concealed carry uh it depends bro if you're gonna use a rifle you definitely want a red dot if you're gonna use um a, a pistol iron sights bro okay i don't know anything about that it's okay boring. uh how is golfing with your daughter myron <laughs> i knew i knew one of y'all were gonna say that uh well angie sucks at golfing and i'm not that great either so it was a good time uh, uh dude i want hang on no 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 I won the game. I won 32 to 10. And the worst. But who did you beat, though? The other girls. Okay, so. And Fresh. Who sucks you can't too. brag about that. I can't. Fresh was the one that was like like barely winning at the beginning. And yeah, you suck, Fresh. <laughs> if y'all want to hear something funny, she beat wife one and wife three. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, no. He did not say that. <laughs> she smoked them. So, uh, <laughs> so the least professional episode of Fed It that we've done in a long time. All right. Hey, Myron, ever thought of melting all those YouTube plaques and cast them into a new lower receiver? Nah, bro. I haven't thought about that, man. Uh, and then IRS, them boys is everywhere. Yeah, you know they are, bro. Uh, have you got fired anywhere else, Myron, besides McDonald's? No, just McDonald's is the only place I got fired. Uh, let's see here. Uh, by the way, Chris, uh, Myron, Chris banned. Lank or Gurf from FNF Super Chats. We just said 1.1K members. I know the whole team be lurking on there. He banned y'all? Damn. Well, I mean, you guys keep saying he's a bum. <laughs> so, of course he's going to be mad. Uh, can you guys break down the Kane uh, Velasquez case? Former UFC champion, charged with attempted murder after his son was great. I believe he's a winning trial, but I'd love to hear your expert opinion. Uh, you know what? Oh, I hear about yes, that Yes, I did hear about this. It, you know, they did yeah. request this one, too, in the past. Especially I'm going to write it down. You're going to write it down? And it's right. also Velasquez. That's how you pronounce it. It was Velasquez? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, okay, so this one. In uh, the them boys going to be stressing after that, Ryan Dawson. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Man. <laughs> uh, I, oh, yeah. All I'm going to say, if y'all want to really, like, kind of get prepared for this interview a little bit, and this is just scratching the surface. Google dancing. I 
Ailey's, if y'all know what I'm saying. I don't want to say it because we're on YouTube. Just Google dancing Ailey's, okay? Them boys. And that will take you down the rabbit hole if you know what I'm saying. That's uh, the last one. Do, don't do it now. Do it after this episode, all right? Uh, Martin, will Ryan Dawson be in the house from Japan or via internet? It'll be via internet, guys. Um, but it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to that interview. It's going to be probably, it's probably one of the... Uh, Michael Francis, Ryan Dawson, definitely, I think, my two most anticipated interviews for me personally. Uh, going to be definitely high IQ conversation. They've been asking about that for a minute. Yeah, they have been. Yeah, they've been asking for 9-11 for a while. And, and when it comes to 9-11, no one knows it better than Dawson because the thing with him is that he actually covered, like, he has the voice, guys. He did the Freedom of Information. So he read through all the reports. So he read through the declassified documents from the FBI, the CIA, um, other agencies. He read the commission uh, report, all that stuff, and he compares it all. So it's not just, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. It's like, no, he's reading the official documents and comparing it to all the other stuff. So, and they declassified a bunch of stuff. So, yeah, man, it's, there's no, it's irrefutable evidence. Uh, all right, Angie, anything before we get into the topic? Because we've been no, trailed off it. a bit here. Yeah, no, that's it. All right, cool. Uh, thank okay. you guys so much for the support, by the way. Like the video, sub subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. It looks like Colombo is winning 49% still. I'll give it a little bit longer uh, for the poll. But all right, guys, today we're going to be covering the, um, the Louisville bank shooting, okay? On April 10, 2023, a mass shooting occurred at the Old National Bank in Louisville, Kentucky, United States. Five people were killed and eight others were injured, including two responding police officers, a shooter, 25-year-old employer, Connor James Sturgeon, was fatally shot by other officers. So here's where the shooting actually uh, went down, guys. And we're going to go over the, the, the footage here. Um, oh, hold on. Uh, we're going to go over the footage here. But this is pretty much where the police came down. And then uh, and we're, and we're going to see. And this is where the bank is. And this is right here in downtown uh, Louisville, right next to the police state. Excuse me, next to the uh, baseball stadium there. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> So this is uh, this came. Uh, this was the news uh, out there in Louisville. Let's uh, play this clip and then uh, continue on. Four people who were shot and killed, nine others injured after a shooter opened fire at a Kentucky bank this morning. The suspect in his 20s was killed by police. Want to go out live now for more on this to Fox's Madison Scarpino, who's joining us here from Louisville. Madison, thanks so much for, for being here. What more do we know now at this hour? Lexi, police say that the suspect worked at Old National Bank and was live streaming during the attack. And police responded to the shooting. Bruh, what is up with these guys doing this stuff for clout? You know who else did this uh, live stream the shooting? Uh, the Buffalo shooter, which if you guys are wondering, go ahead and watch that podcast that I did on the shooter back in last summer. Um, up in Buffalo, went into like a grocery store and just started shooting at people with the AR. He also live streamed it on Twitch, man. These guys are ridiculous. You know, do anything for clout, man. Within minutes, and one of the three officers who were shot just graduated from the police academy and is in critical condition. We were in the conference, back conference room. Whoever's next to me got shot and hit bloods on me from it. Yeah, I was in the elevator. I just walked right past the conference room where everyone was. And then I came down and I had to grab something. And then on my way back up to the elevator, I just hear this loud. I thought there was like something like dropping because they were doing some construction or some renovations in there. And and yeah, I got up there and the guy was like, run, there's a shooter. The victims have been identified as 63-year-old Tommy Elliott, 64-year-old Jim Tut, 
40-year-old Josh Barrick and 45-year-old Juliana Farmer. Police say the suspect used a rifle in the attack and began shooting Elliot, around 64-year-old Jim. Morning. According to the suspect's LinkedIn profile, he worked at the bank for two years and had three prior summer internships there. In an emotional press conference after the shooting, the governor of Kentucky said he has a personal connection to the attack. This is awful. I have a very close friend that didn't make it today. And I have another close friend who didn't either, and one who's at the hospital that I hope is, is going to make it through. I want people to know that while today is a horrific act, I do believe that this is a safe community with officers doing their very best each and every day. And that's what we saw here. And just hours later at a nearby community college, one person was killed and another injured in another separate unrelated shooting right here in Louisville. Lexi. Yeah, and Madison, I mean, just hearing from those witnesses who I can only imagine the trauma that they're going through right now, as well as hearing from the governor, all of these emotions running so high. What are you seeing and experiencing being there in Louisville today? All right, so we're going to go ahead and go over to the press conference, guys. Actually, um, actually, we could play a little bit of the 911 calls just so you guys kind of get an atmosphere of what was going on. Wild stuff, man. Uh, what's the, is anybody know the address? The person born. Nine one one operator Davis. What is the address of the emergency? Um, um, oh my God, what's the address? Weston Boy. Oh my God, there's an active shooter there. But, um, oh my God. Um, uh, what's the? Does anybody know the address? The Weston Boy. Oh my God, I just walked down it. Oh, on a beer. Ma'am. Ma'am. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm okay, ma'am. Okay, hold on. Just let me. What's yeah. your What's your name? Three thirty three East Main Street. Okay. What is your name, ma'am? Please. My name. Show the last name for me, please. Oh my God. Okay, wh wh where are you calling from? I'm calling from my branch at 9708 Brownsboro Road. Okay, what, what, what business are you with? Old National Bank. Okay, stay, okay, stay on the line with me here, please. Stay on the line. Okay, ma'am, what's your callback number? They're blurting it out so you guys don't like hear it. Okay. Sorry, I know you're you're upset, but I've got for me in order to get information from you, I need this because you're the only person calling is into us. Okay, so three thirty three East Main Street, what's the name of the business we're going to? It's old National Bank. Okay, that's the business we're going to also? And how do you know you have an active shooter on the site? I just watched it. How'd you watch watched you watch it on meetings? On a team's meeting? Yes, we were having a board meeting. Video board meeting? Okay. Yes, with our commercial team. Okay. Hey, did you see the suspect? Yes. Okay, stay on the line with me here. Stay on the line with me, please, okay? He's a white man. Okay, okay. Let, um, me, let me get the run sent up. Give me, just stay on the line with me, okay? One moment here. Okay. This video is still going. Oh, my God. There's no, I can't see anything now. It's on the ground. Guys, anytime you call 911, I know obviously nine out of 10 times it's a very stressful situation, etc. But you want to stay as calm as possible and have all the information at hand ready to go 
so that when the dispatcher does get on the line with you, you're able to tell them nice and concisely where you are and where the emergency is happening. Because when you're freaking out, panicking, it doesn't help anybody. <laughs> and yes, a lot of dispatchers are stupid. So, you know, you got to make things nice and simple for them. Give me the description of the subject, please. Um, I just saw it with the white man, dark hair. Okay. Um, what about clothing? Yeah, khakis on. I think he had khakis on, maybe he had a rifle, gun. Khaki pants or shorts. And what, what, do you know what board or room number they would have been? Um, it was the boardroom. It faces the river side of the building. Um, okay. And it's, um, it's a circular shape office the branches you walk in and the retail centers on the left which is probably still locked okay. the boardroom and all the offices you enter okay so how did so the 333 east main street is there a suite number on old national bank for 333 east main it's street the first floor no it's the entire first floor entire first floor okay did you see anybody shot or you just see the guy I seen somebody on the floor, and I saw, we heard multiple shots, and everybody started okay. saying, oh, my God, okay. and then he came into the board. Okay, say, Okay. what was the color of the shirt or the clothing he had on his shirt? I heard the khaki pants. Uh, oh, God, I don't know if I can go back on Okay, it. no, you're fine. Do you do you remember, like, at all anything? Did he have, like, the, could you give me any further description? Do you remember, like, did he have any ball cap? Did he have any facial covering? Did he have anything like that on? Backpack? I don't think he did. Yeah, guys, this is where you want to be a good witness and you want to be able to actually, you know, anytime you see a crime happening, be the best witness you can be. Try to remember a plate, maybe a partial, even if you can make him out of the car color, uh, what the guy looks like, if they have any type of ind uh, um, very unique characteristics about them. Uh, memorize these things so that when you do get on the phone, you're able to go ahead and accurately and quickly describe the individual. Because every second you waste, like this woman is right now, with, I don't know, I think khaki pants, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the reality is, is that I think you had jeans on in this situation. So, you know, that that that's very bad because now you got conflicting information. So when officers arrive on scene, they might be looking for someone with khaki pants when in reality the guy has jeans, you know? Yeah. So these are things that can really mess up responding officers. Out of that room very quickly. Okay. But it was... Okay. Okay, we do we do have multiple people calling now, okay? We do have the run up. Can you stand the line with me just a moment, please? Okay. Yeah, obviously very terrible situation, you know, but you gotta keep your composure the best you can in a situation like this. Okay, I've got the run started. We've got them coming. We got other people inside the building calling us. Okay, um, so we do. We have them going that way. Okay, I, I'm, I'm going to try to get some other calls and see if there's people in the building we need to talk to. Okay, but we do have everybody responding. Okay. Okay, ma'am. Okay, we're getting them out there. Okay. The police did get out there within literally three minutes, by the way. So I mean, shout out to the police for getting out there so quickly. Okay. okay, I'm going to go ahead and disconnect with you because I want to see if we can talk to other people there so we can try to help them out too, okay? Okay. Okay. All right, ma'am. Thank you. Now, this is a witness inside the bank. Dr. Frost, where's your emergency? Hi, I'm at 333 East Main Street. We are an active shooter. 333 East Main Street? 
So look at the difference here with how calm she is. And she's actually at the scene of the crime. We're from Kentucky. We have an active shooter. Okay, yes ma'am. What's your name? Are they inside or outside? Inside. What's your phone number? Four. Has anybody been shot? Yes. How many people? I don't know. Probably eight or nine. Eight or nine people have been shot? Uh-huh. Are you with any of them? Yes, but I'm in a closet. That's pretty accurate because that is the amount of people that were actually injured uh, during the shooting. So she's able to give an accurate assessment of the of the casualties. Hiding. Just stay on the line with me. Can you uh, see the person? Are you able to give me a description? I, I know who it is. She's probably six feet tall. She's young, a young male. How do you know the person? He works with us. What, uh, what race is he? White. What color clothing is he wearing? I didn't see that. I think he has on like a white blue shirt and dark pants. Do you know where exactly he's located now? No, I don't. Just stay on the line with me. How many people are in the room with you? Uh, I don't know. I don't know who's here. I'm, I'm in the closet with one person. I hear, I hear, I hear gunshots. Just stay on the line with me, okay? She's hiding in a closet, by the way, guys, while the guy's walking around shooting. Where exactly in the building are you located? I'm in the conference room on the first floor. You can hear the gunshots literally right right around her at the corner here. Shots fired. He had an AR style rifle, by the way, guys, you guys are wondering. And he bought it approximately a week prior to the shooting. Last name is? Stay quiet. Guys, imagine the terror. You're sitting in a closet. This dude had shot a bunch of your coworkers. You know who he is. He's going crazy. And you're just sitting there hiding hoping that someone comes in and stops the threat and you're just sitting there hiding in the closet with the dispatcher and their loud ass keyboard as they clack away as you give information. Got everybody coming, okay? How long will it be before they get here? They're already on the way. I know, but how long? How far away are they? I'm not sure where they're coming from, but we've got everybody coming. Just stay quiet and stay where you're at, okay? 
Do you know what kind of injuries there are? I don't know. I don't know a lot of blood. Okay. Do you know where he's at in the building? I don't. I think he's in the hallway, but I don't know. Okay. I think one of my coworkers is Okay. Just have, try to take, have them take some deep breaths. In through the nose, out through the mouth, slow, deep breaths. I'm in the closet. I can't tell them. I just hear them outside. Okay. That's okay. And you can hear the other 911 dispatchers like taking in the calls as well, because everyone and their mom is calling at this point to say that there's an active shooter. We've got several people already are grabbing, okay? Okay. Feels like hours, right? Even though the police end up showing up just a few minutes after this, it feels like hours. Is that shot fired? Yeah. Okay, just stay quiet. Yes, there are several people there. Okay. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. This is nerve-wracking. Anybody that's with you, are they injured? No, she's okay. Okay. Do you hear the person talking? So for those that are just tuning in, this is a 911 call. Ladies in the closet right now as the active shooter is running around shooting. Um, I think at this point he's probably gotten in a fight with uh, shoot, uh, a shootout with the police. 
And this woman's on the phone with 911 dispatch right now, telling them where she's at. Hey, guys, do me a favor. There's 1.6K of you guys plus watching. Like the video, bro. Subscribe to the channel if you guys haven't already. Uh, let's get this thing up in the algo because I definitely know I'm going to get demonetized when I actually do the breakdown of the shooting for y'all. Yes. Listen to the IRS. Like the video, I receive an audit, goddammit. <laughs> yes, I'm still here. Just stay quiet, okay? I know, right? Crazy. Because yeah. she has no clue what's going on. She's just sitting in a dark ass closet like R. Kelly. Don't worry, guys. We're going to go over the body cam footage here as well. Don't worry. I'm going to break that down. But I need you all to like the video before I do because I know for a fact this is going to be demonetized or get hit with an age restriction when I break it down. But she's still in the closet hiding. Poor woman. She must be terrified. Yeah, she's yeah. Looks like police have hit the scene. Oh my god. Okay. Is that the responders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go ahead and disconnect. Okay. I'm on the phone. I'll go ahead and disconnect. 
I'm going to yeah. disconnect, okay? Okay. Well, All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All right. So police showed up on scene. 911, where is your emergency? Uh, I'm at 333 East Main Street. We have an active shooter. Yeah. In our- this is the third uh, call. We're not going to play the whole thing through, but this is the third caller now. Have a description of the person. White, male, first name. He's an employee of Old National Bank. Get here now. We need somebody. Oh, he knows exactly who he is. Like, yeah. Hey, get over here right now. <laughs> what color? Okay, what color shirt is he wearing? Yeah, what color shirt did he have on? White? I don't know. White, I okay. think. He's a tall guy. Where- probably six, probably six four. Do we know first where in the building? Okay. First floor. Do we know where on the first floor that he is now? We don't. Okay, stop yelling, sir. Mom, that is tight. We don't. Already on their way. Do we know yeah. how many people there? Oh, let's go back a little bit here. This is that's that's funny. He's like four. He doesn't. Do we fuck. know where on the first floor that he is now? We don't. Okay, stop yelling, we sir. Fuck. They're already on their way. Do we know yeah. how many people there? Yeah, because you fucking answer. They had already. People have already been calling, sir. <laughs> Yo, my man was mad as hell. <laughs> Yo, W caller. <laughs> we don't. You stupid bitch. Women deserve less. Book in stores right now. Amazon bestseller. Go ahead and grab it, guys. For these female dispatchers that can't take goddamn directions, book in stores. Go get it, guys. All right. I had to make a plug in there somewhere. Here's caller number four. Nine one one operator poet. Where's your emergency? 333 East Main Street. We have a shooter at the bank. I'm at 301 East Main at the dental office. Okay, is someone shot? Is someone shot? Yes. She's calm as hell. She's so calm. Yeah, I was going to say that. She's calm as hell. She's like, you know, we got some patients that we got to do some root canals. It's okay. Is somebody shot? I think he's in shock. What's your name and phone number? What's your phone number? I'm going to give you my cell phone. I'm at work, but I'm up. Okay, just keep yourself safe. Are you in a safe location? Yes, we're at, we're at the corner of 301 East Main. Somebody just came down here from the from that uh, location and come through the door and said that somebody had been shot. Okay, can you describe him for me? Um, yes, it is. Ooh, Why are they so cold? Work on the first floor. Oh, she's safe. She's down the street. At <laughs> some point at 333 East Main, a shooter came in, first floor, can, shotgun. We have it. Can you describe the person who was shot, please? I did, I did not see him. I just saw a, a, a shotgun as he was coming around the corner. Okay. He is, people have been shot. Okay, we have it. We have it. We're going to get them up there, okay? Yeah, man shooting. He shot probably 15 rounds of, okay. uh, from a shotgun. We have it up there. Do you know how many people have been shot? I do not. Uh, it was an AR, but okay. I, there were probably 14 people in the room. Please get people there fast, please. Okay, we're going to get them up there, okay? An ambulance, please. We're going to get them out there for you, Dennis. Okay. Keep yourself safe, okay? Stay in a safe okay. location. Okay. Okay. Thank you. 
All right, this is the shooter's mom here, guys. This is actually crazy. So the shooter's mom gets information that her son's about to do some crazy stuff, and she calls 911. All right? 911, Operator Valves, where is your emergency? Yes, my, um, I could, my, my son might be because he has a gun and he's heading toward the old national at uh, on Main Street here in Louisville. Main Street, old national? Yes, and I, this is his mother. I'm so sorry. I'm getting details secondhand. I'm running to it now. Oh, my Lord. Okay. And what exactly is going on with him? Why, what, it, what is he saying he's doing? I, I don't know. I'm getting this information from the roommate. He apparently left the note. I think he's on... And I think he's beside he's, he's just not... Yes, hurry. Shut the door. Lock the door and come here. I, I don't know what to do. I need your help. Oh, uh, I think he, he's never heard me once. He's a really good kid. Please don't come up to me. Okay, and he said he was headed to the old national thing. Did he say what he was going to do there? I don't know. I don't know anything. He, but he, we don't even own guns. I don't know where he would have gotten a gun. Okay, so where did you get something. this information from? Who told you? Oh, he bought a gun just a couple of days before. What's um, going on? Too late. His roommate he's called me. His roommate's very concerned. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, what's your son's name? That keyboard loud as hell. <laughs> She's giving all the personal identifiers for her son, so they're blurring it out, guys. Okay. How old is he? White, black, Hispanic, Asian? White, six, about four. Six, four? Yes. Okay. Wow. All right, and what was your name, ma'am? What, what is your name, ma'am? Here's your telephone number. So I've got your name and your phone number in here, and I'm going to let the officers know that you believe headed to the old National Bank on Main Street and having... Okay? That's, that's correct. Okay. And, and he's, he's, he's not violent. Mm -hmm. he's, never... he's not violent? Okay, come on, bro. Stop the cap. Okay. Okay, and you don't believe he owns guns? I know he doesn't own any guns. Okay. That that definitely... Um... It doesn't matter what you think! He, he's not and so violent. did the roommate mention him having any weapons or anything? Um, I, I don't I, I don't know, ma'am. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get into my car. My son's talking to me, and they're asking me questions about other things. Um, uh, and I'm shaking. Uh, I, I think maybe his girlfriend. Okay. Has okay. I don't know. Maybe he saw them. I, I, I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, have your name and number in here, and if officers have additional questions, they'll give you a call back, but I'm going to let them know, okay? Oh, okay, so should I, what, what do I do, just go there? No, I don't want you to go to the location, okay? I'm, what, no, I don't want you to go to the location, ma'am. Okay? Um, it, location. Right, I don't want you to go to the location. <laughs> we have a, we have a situation that's going on down there right now. We've already had calls from the department. I'm going there anyway. I don't care. <laughs> well, and I do not need you to go to the location at this time, okay? It's dangerous there. You've had calls from other people, so you already there? Yes, at Old National Bank on East Main Street, we have. And I'm advising you not to go to the location because it is an unsafe situation and officers are already at the location, ma'am. Okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. All right, bye.
basically we're gonna kill yourself for being psyched. Pretty much, yeah. Don't, don't, yeah, you don't want to see <laughs> don't it. Show up. So yeah, yeah. there's uh, there, there's the calls, guys. Those are some of the calls. Now here's the press conference after, and then we're gonna go ahead and go over the shooting. Did you guys do me a quick favor and like the video, guys? Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. There's 1,700 plus y'all in here. We only have 800 likes. Please like the video because we're about to get demonetized as soon as I get to this next tab. So three minutes. Now this is the uh, chief of police of Louis uh, Louisville Metropolitan Police Department. The suspect shot at officers. We then returned fire and stopped that threat. The suspect is deceased. This is right after the altercation, which again, I will go ahead and go over the shooting here in a bit. And we're going to break down the tactical footage. This is the only time that I will mention the suspect name in this case. The suspect has been identified as Connor Sturgeon, white male, 23 years of age, who was employed at O National Bank. His weapon of choice was a rifle. We have five total deceased, which includes him, but I want to acknowledge with heartfelt condolences, prayer. It actually ended up being uh, six total, including him. Uh, someone else ended up passing after this, which we'll go over the victims as well. Family, Rest in peace to them. Those who lost their life today. Tommy Elliott, 63 years of age. Jim Tut, 64 years of age. Josh Barrett, 40 years of age. And Juliana Farmer, 57. We have a total of nine victims who were treated and are being treated at University of Louisville Hospital. Three, which are in critical condition, including our officer. Three, who are listed in non-critical condition. And three, who have been treated and released. The two officers who struck in exchange of gunfire, one of the officers he was grazed to the left side, and the other officer suffered minor injuries to the elbow. I just want to let everyone know that the officer who is in critical condition today, Officer Nicholas Wilt, 26 years of age, just graduated from the police academy on March 31st. I just swore him in. It was like his fifth shift, by the way, guys. And he ended and up getting, responding to an active shooter situation. And his family was there That's to okay. witness right. his journey to become. I, I think he's alive right now. He's just in critical condition. I'm a double check. I'm a police Is officer. He? Yeah, I think he's alive. He was struck in the head. Engaged in this incident. Nick has come out of brain surgery and is in critical but stable condition as we speak. I've been down there with the family and given my love and support. Been with all the families today to show our love and support for them. And if anything else that they need from LMPD, we will provide that. The next few days are important and very critical for Nicholas's recovery. This is, will be a long, complex investigation involving local, state, and our federal partners. I'd be remiss if I did not acknowledge our federal partners who have just been just outreaching our local partners, ATF, FBI. I thank you. Our local partners, Universal Louisville Police, EMS, Emergency Management Services. Thank you. 
Thank you for everything. And for my LMPD officers who took it upon themselves and not wait to assess everything, but just went in to stop the threat so that more lives would not be lost. Thank you. Thank you for showing up, even when sometimes you are just felt like you're not appreciated. But I asked my officers when I addressed them today, if we don't do it, who will? And so they're very committed and their resiliency showed today and their professionalism showed today. I wanna thank the governor. I wanna thank the mayor who has been with us every step of the way through this trying and critical time. But I wanna encourage the public, if you have any additional information, please call 574-LMPD and assist us. This should not continue to happen. Evil should not try to prevail and take over our city and we let it happen. So I'm encouraging everybody that we unite and that we continue to do the good work and LMPD will continue to keep this community and this city safe. Thank you very much, Chief. Today is a day that's heartbreaking for our city, for all of us, and especially for the people who are in that office at Old National Bank and their loved ones. We just heard the Chief give the names of the people who lost their lives in this mass shooting this morning. One of them was Tommy Elliott, a very good friend of mine, of the governor's. To Tommy's family, to the families of Jim Tut, Josh Barrick, Juliana Farmer, Rachel and I join you and families across our entire city and beyond in grieving this shocking and painful loss of your lives. The chief, the governor, myself, we visited in the hospital this morning with several of their families to offer them our support and our love during this unthinkable day. We will continue to offer our support and love and anything else we can provide to help them. All right, so I'm going to fast forward here with several of my colleagues from the mayor's comments to thank and support the officers of LMPD, the doctor for their heroic. I know they're going to do their best. And while we don't know what that outcome can be, we ought to be appreciative of them for doing their very best. Well, thank you very much for that. as was reported um, this morning, University of Louisville Hospital uh, received uh, nine patients, uh, three of which are currently in critical condition. Uh, the three that are in critical condition did require operative care and uh, from our trauma team and our emergency department services. Uh, we were able to release three and three are currently still in our hospital with non-life threatening injuries. Um, I wanna say thank you to uh, Louisville um, as a city, I want to say thank you to our police officers and our EMS services. Um, I have no doubt in my mind that they save lives today. Uh, I think they, as many in the healthcare industry, have been through a difficult time recently, but they have stood up 
and stand up for Louisville and the people of Louisville constantly. And they have our thanks from U of L Health. Uh, I also want to thank uh, my nurses in the emergency department, my physicians in the emergency department. Um, through all of this, they remained as the professionals that they are. They were able to care for a large number of people coming in severely injured in a very short period of time. We were able to get them to the services they need. Uh, and as of now, no one that arrived at the hospital has expired. Now, I do not know what the days ahead will be. Um, I do know that they are still injured, but I also know that we are all Louisvillians and it doesn't matter where we come from. It does not matter who we look like. We are all part of Louisville. LMPD, EMS, UofL Health. We are here for everyone. And so I would like to thank everyone who's helped us today. I would like to thank all the well wishes I've received both personally and from our healthcare system from around the country. Support for people who have been through this around the country and know the pain that my team is currently facing, know the pain that the LMPD and EMS teams are currently facing uh, and will be with us because as again, we are all Louisvillians. Um, so real quick guys, uh, so, um, and I wanna make this announcement for you guys, for the uh, officer that was injured, his name is Nicholas uh, Milt or uh, Wilt, I think it is, um, excuse me. Yeah, Nicholas Wilt, excuse me. Um, and I got his Facebook page here, guys. Uh, this is from the uh, Louisville <clears throat> uh, Police Department. So Metro Police Department Foundation. So here's an update as of April 22nd. Uh, Nick's lung condition is unfortunately worse than Nick remains in critical condition. Please keep uh, those prayers going, especially strong for the next 48 hours. Please continue to send prayers and healing thoughts to Officer Nick Wilt as he continues to fight for his life after he ran to help those under fire from an active shooter at Old National Bank and was shot in the head. Everyone has been asking how they can support Nick and his family during this journey. We have set up a fund here at the foundation to take care of expenses that will come up during his hospital stay and recovery. Nick's family wanted us to share a little about him with the community. He has dedicated his life to serving. Nick has served as both a firefighter and a dispatcher and graduated the academy on March 31st. Since the sudden death of his father in February, Nick has uh, stepped up and taken over being a handyman for his mom, whom he <clears throat> dearly loves. Nick adores his twin uh, brother, Zach, who is also in the academy for LMPD, and his brother, Alex. Nick and his girlfriend, Maddie, met at work at Oldham County EMS. And you can tell from the, these pictures how much he cares for. Officer Wilt has dedicated his short time here to serving. Uh, excuse me. Uh, has dedicated his short term time here to serving our community. And now it is our chance to serve him and take care of his family. You can donate on this post on our Venmo at Louisville Metro Police Foundation, our foundation with no O N at the end, or on our website as uh, saferlouisville.org. All funds raised will go directly to the family. Thank you for your uh, faithful support. It means more than you'll ever know. And guys, just so you guys know, I would rather you guys donate to this officer than to the stream. So I'm going to go ahead and drop the link in the chat if you guys want to support. Uh, you know, the thin blue line is very thin, and we got to support those that, you know, put their life on the line for us. As you guys know, I used to work in law enforcement, so this is a soft spot for me. Um, this is a young guy, 26 years old, uh, obviously ran towards the bullet with bullets when everyone else was running away. So, uh, you know, this is a guy that, true um, good Samaritan, you know, was a firefighter before this, worked in public service, literally just became a police officer. So I want you guys, anything you're going to donate to the stream, go ahead and donate it to this fund instead 
uh, and let's uh, have him in our prayers and make sure that he gets uh, home safe. I will go ahead and drop the link below for you guys in the description so that you guys can donate, okay? Because um, at That's the end right. of the day, bro, people that say all this bullshit about defund the police, whatever, these are human beings that are putting their life on the line. A lot of these weirdos that say defund the police are never going to put their life on the line, whereas guys like this will. So yeah. I'd prefer that you guys donate to his cause so the guy can get home to his family, all right? Uh, okay, so with that said, let's go ahead and uh, move on. Now we're going to go off to breaking down the shooting. Uh, this is, again, I'm going to go ahead and give you guys a viewer discretion advice here because what you guys are about to see uh, isn't, uh, how do I say? It isn't um, for the masses, all right? So, um, and then these are the five victims. Before I play that video, these are five victims. I want to go ahead and, because people say, oh, these are people that died, etc. I want to face the name so you guys see that um, there are victims here. Legit, They're real, real people. people. Yeah. So, mention, play this and then we'll go ahead and into the, into the, um, uh, into the breakdown. These five people, Joshua Barrick, Jim Tut, Tommy Elliott, Juliana Farmer, and Dina Eckert. WHAS 11's Grace McKenna spoke with those who knew the victims best and shares how they'll be remembered. Tommy Elliott, 63, an old national exec, one of the first names we learned, remembered by a governor grieving. Tommy Elliott helped me build my law career, helped me become governor, Gave me advice on being a good dad. It's one of the people I talk to most in the world and very rarely were we talking about my job. Joshua Barrick, 40, mourned Monday by a congregation he called home. Just involved. I mean, he would come to mass. He would be involved in prayer groups. He would um, coach. Uh, just had a lot of friends. Just a lovely, lovely man. Dina Eckert, 57, passed away hours after the shooting. Her cousin says she fought hard fitting for the family's fierce protector she never ever had anything bad to say about anybody so to see this happen to her and her being taken from us it's just not fair and it doesn't make sense juliana farmer 45 who friends said had a grandchild on the way we've seen an outpouring of love online for the woman we're told just moved here weeks ago. And Jim Tut, 64. A colleague, developer Joseph Waldman, who'd visited the bank many times, says they talked just as much about family as business. He was in the in the he was 60 in his 60s. He was young, he was full of life. He just was a special good person. And to see something like this happen is just uh, Breaks my heart. He wants to rename the road to this southwest Jefferson County development, honoring Jim's work and life and the path forward for Louisville, a city mourning and missing these five souls. Grace McKenna, WHAS 11 on your rest side. Rest in peace. All right, rest in peace. And I'm a quick moment of silence, guys, because as you guys know, anytime these active shooter cases happen, you know, innocent people are killed for no reason, senseless violence. So we're going to take a quick moment of silence for these uh, five individuals that lost their lives. All right, thank you guys. So, all right, 
we're going to go ahead and go into the body cam footage, guys. Again, viewer discretion is advised. Um, this is uh, definitely not for the faint of heart, but we're going to go ahead and break this down from a tactical standpoint. As you guys know, I used to work in law enforcement. Um, I have active shooter training myself. So uh, this is never easy uh, to do, but I know you guys have been uh, wanting me to do more of these tactical breakdowns. And you guys get to see another side of FETA here because, um, you know, when you go through FLETC, Federal Law Enforcement Training Center, they do teach you uh, how to deal with active shooters. So, all right, uh, guys, before we play this thing, actually, you know, I should, I should hit the chats probably, right? Yeah, yeah let me I was going to tell you that. Yeah, it was a good call. Um, I'll hit the chats before we play this. Okay, um, okay. we got here. Uh, thank you, Angie. Myron, do yourself a favor. Wilson Combat EDC X9 Magic in the Hand Exceptional Concealed Carry Worth Every Penny. Uh, I prefer Glock, my friend. <laughs> I, I prefer Glock. Um, Myron, it's great uh, seeing you grow. Angie is a real one. Yeah, shout out to Angie. Thank she you. helps out a lot behind the scenes. Uh, hey, Myron and Angie, glad to see uh, to seeing you guys again. Hey, Myron, could you go over the police unit in the 90 called Crash? Does that come Ooh. across your table? Does that come across your messages at all, Angie? No, does? but I've seen some. Well, I mean, I've seen I've seen something about this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. I'll write it down. Okay. She got her notebook ready for y'all. Uh, Mike Worth goes, I showed my old history teacher about your last couple shows. He wants to use them in his class. He thinks they will actually pay attention. All right. Mm -hmm. Sure, bro. Cool. I mean, uh, oh, for the credit, for like the um, the Italian stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Feel free to do it, man. I, I Me and Angie watch so much yeah, man. <laughs> La Cosa Nostra stuff for y'all, bro, yeah. to make sure that we got you guys the best content that's entertaining, factual, and uh to, to you know put it in a in a in a how do i say this in a chronological order that you guys yeah. will be able to understand and enjoy my so, actually told me to watch the movies yes yes but, i did yeah I don't, I don't think they're gonna help that much no, to be honest so yeah. i'll be watching the just documentaries so uh so yeah guys go ahead and um feel free to use it uh michael me thank you so much uh relentless polymath goes Myron, you said great culture is a myth but when charleston white city great white girls you oh, laugh instead of condemning it all right look bro because I already know you probably watched an Apple and Peach episode and you, as usual, take things out of context so you watch reaction channels. Here's the reality. He was talking about all the criminal activity he did throughout his life. And he was talking about how he had been involved in a murder. He was doing all this bullshit in the 80s. He was talking about uh, hip-hop culture at that time, how he used to condone that type of activity. So you got to watch everything in full length so that you understand. He confessed to his crimes. He did prison time for it. And he tells people, don't take the path that I did being a gang member doing all the stupid stuff that I did. So he was going through that and he had already paid for his crimes, bro. So again, you got to watch interviews in full context. So you understand what's going on versus getting your information from hater reaction channels, my friend. Okay. So as far as like, uh, you know, <laughs> whatever, the <laughs> haters get to hate, bro. It is what it is. You know that's what I mean? True. So that's the reality of what it was. Watch the full interviews before you go ahead and make a comment like that. Uh, bro, my little brother went to school with this guy. We're both from Louisville. Says he used to wear a helmet while hooping. He was always a weird guy. Eh, you know, that typically happens. He sucks, you know, because he was like, what? He was 25. The 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 chief of the police made a mistake. He, she, said, she said he was 23. But he was 25. And he was 6'4". And I mean... We don't, I mean, I don't know anything about that guy, but like, yeah, he played basketball too back in the day. Yeah, yeah he I mean, was like a basketball it, star, it's too. It's a rare guy, it's a rare guy. So it's, it just sucks that people just, just lose his path, will look the, their paths this way. It's just crazy. We don't know what, what was wrong. Like, we don't know. Myron was saying, said, telling me earlier that he, we don't, still don't know why he did it, but I mean, he the probably, speculation basically is that he, um, 
the speculation is that he was basically going to get fired from his job. He had yep. issues there. He was going through depression. He was sad. But like, yeah, bro, you six four, man. You Chad, man. You could have been smashing some chicks, bro. Like, guys are really <laughs> stupid out here, man. I mean, uh, yeah, well, we we young smashing chicks. We probably had something, yes. But I mean, it sucks that such a guy will be man. doing dumb shit. Yeah. This, uh, young and had the whole world ahead of him, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, bro, my little... Oh, oh sorry. That. Uh, the house always wins, $20. His manifesto alluded to that he committed his mass shooting to force gun control. Maybe the Tennessee shooter was the same motive, too. So should the term gun control extremist be considered a new type of terrorism category? Yeah, I mean, these crazy libs, bro. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, what else do we got here? Martin, you should uh, break down Biggie and Pac, Loving Fed 1811. Ooh, that's a high yeah, request that, Yeah, work. yeah. I, the reason why I'm reluctant to cover that, guys, is because there's a lot of conspiracy theories, not much facts with the, with those investigations. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Martin, good work. Uh, may I question, when will you do Jack the Ripper case? Keep up to go work, brother. All right. It's on the list. It's on the list, but the thing with Jack the Ripper, guys, is there isn't that much information on it because you got to remember this guy was running around slashing up prostitutes back in like the 1800s in, in England. So, um, it, again, another case that's a lot of speculation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they never identified him. What are those? $5. I uh, appreciate that. What are those? And then JR Choice, shout out to you, my friend. I just modded you up all the way from Dallas. Brian Inflage, it's actually Tom Cruise in the closet. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, shit and bricks. Uh, I'd be shit and bricks if I was her. <laughs> yeah, you just made a name just to say that, bro. <laughs> All right, shout out to you. Uh, La Mirage Nuke goes, Why do you think so many people are purging nowadays? Also, people get you know, your blick scary times we're living in facts, bro. Yeah, that's why I always got my blick with me, man, because who knows what's gonna happen now, bro? They got my guy Hank Trill. Oh no, okay. Anything else? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, damn, she called a calm AF. She probably set the whole damn thing up. Oh, that was oh, a, the lady. about the dentist, yeah, lady. Yeah. Uh, just bought your book. If you ever make it to Louisiana, you need to come tailgate at an LSU game. Nah, bro, I ain't tailgating no more, man. Y'all crazy. What's uh, tailgate? Uh, basically, when you go to like a, a big like sporting event or a country music festival or whatever uh-huh. it may be, and they have like all the cars are parked out and they're just drinking and oh, is that what like Americans that. do? Where they like do barbecues outside? Exactly. Yeah, with the oh, cars okay. outside the stadium. Yeah. Right. Uh, Connor, pack up the air. What was that? Oh, sure, go back. Sure, go sure, back. Sure. Connor, yeah. pack up the air. This gas or what? Appreciate that. Okay. Pack up in the air and then uh, Martin. Oh, I, oh, he's saying he like they they smoked them. Okay, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, Jerome, Myron, how many bodies you got? I mean, from law enforcement, Angie and FNF staff doesn't count. Okay, uh, ha ha ha. Uh, I appreciate that. A zero in that case, my friend. I yeah. never killed nobody. Thank God. Uh, ever thought about breaking down Kyle Rittenhouse? Uh, yes, I will. I'll probably do that one with um, with my guy um, Andrew Esquire, the lawyer. Legal mindset. Go subscribe to his YouTube channel as well. Uh, Myron, give Angie Fresh's three day speech boot camp. What? Don't worry about that. You guys are lame. She doesn't stutter. She just has an accent. Uh, I know you, Angie, always say that you guys don't smash before the show, but what about no, after? No, we no after, not before. You guys, you, you should stop it with this. Like, what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> you guys are lame. Okay, that's it for the super chat. That's it? Yeah. All right. Uh, where are we at here? I think, uh, okay. So we're going to go ahead and break down the actual shooting itself, guys. So, yeah, before we do this, guys, I need y'all. What, what are the likes at, man? Uh, and also, guys, just so yeah, you know. like the video. Yeah, please like the video, guys. Um, because like I said before, we are definitely going to get hit with. Monetization. Um, uh, probably, yeah, probably more than likely. But it's cool. Uh, it, it, honestly, like I said before, please I put like the, the link, video, guys. I put the link here for y'all. Guys, I want you guys to go ahead and donate. Um, you don't have to donate to this stream. Go ahead and donate to um, the officer. Um, Nick Wilt. Okay, guys, you guys know he's in uh, critical condition. He was shot in the head. This footage is going to show some of that. 
So I think that's a better cause. Um, all I ask you guys to do is like the video here. I don't need a dollar for this stream. Uh, go ahead and donate instead to the Facebook link, Facebook link I dropped. Uh, those funds will go ahead to uh, the family for Nicholas Wilt so that he can um, hopefully come out of critical condition. Uh, Nick Fuentes, uh, soon, guys. I just got to, we got to figure out a date, Joker. Shout out to you. Um, all right. So I'm going to go ahead. Oh, my last one here. Terrell thinks mine and Angie got the same nose. True love. Do we, <laughs> we have the same know. nose? I don't think we do. No, we do not. Yeah, I got a big nose, bro. You, she got a, she got like a small. No, it's big too, but it's not like mine's. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. This nose is useless too. My smell, my sense of smell is trash. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right, guys. Uh, let's see here. What are the likes at, by the way, Angie? Uh, we got. I see 1K. Yo, we got 2,000 y'all watching though, yes, bro. 1K. We should have easily. 2,000 likes because we're about to break this thing down right now. Y'all about to get my tactical background here. So like the video. All right. All right. Let's get into it. And I'm going to be stopping this, guys, uh, to break it down uh, and explain what kind of what's going on here. Uh, hopefully, you guys have seen this, this, uh, this prior to me breaking it down. Now, the driver, guys, is Nick Wiltz, the guy that's in critical condition right now, and the other officer... Um, is the one that ended up, uh, Galloway, Officer Galloway, I think his name was, is the one that actually ended up, um, you know, killing the suspect. And Myron is not a part of them boys, guys. I do got a big nose, though. You guys can see the bank is right there to the right. And this is the shooter, by the way, what he was wearing. Which he was not wearing khakis or a white shirt, as some of the witnesses described. Back up, back up, back up. Get me out here. Stop, right there. Stop. Open the trunk. So he tells him, open up the trunk. So right here, I can already see he has a Glock. This looks like a Glock 19 or 17. Uh, I think it's a 19, actually, with a TLR light on it. This is the, uh, again, this is Nick uh, Wilt here, guys, okay? The guy that, uh, the officer who's, uh, Unfortunately, shot in the head. And there's Galloway right there. So here they come. And as you guys can see here, this is where they came from right here. It looks like they're approaching from this way uh, from the map. Okay. Or was it here? Yeah, I think they're approaching from this way, right here. All right, let's go back to the footage. Okay, so now it cut. The reason why I cut there, guys, now we're going on Galloway's um, body camera. Uh, the reason why I cut is because Wilt was shot in the head at this point and falls on the floor. You guys are going to see a little bit of that here. So now we're back on the Galloway's uh, point of view. Okay, you can see him coming up, and here is Wilt right here, right behind him. You hear the gunshots? Right? So Wilt goes down, as you guys can see right here by the blur. They don't obviously don't want to show you guys that. It's very graphic. And then Gallo falls on the floor, right? You can see he literally does like a barrel roll almost, okay? And he drops a scope in the process of doing so. Okay. 
and hold on let me look up this uh, i'm just gonna i think it's galloway um officers Awesome. all right so he takes cover here guys right behind cover and he, he knows the shots came from over here somewhere because keep in mind guys as they're rolling up here right the shooter can see them but they can't see the shooter because it's those that like one-way type glass all right so this is like a terrible place to be but obviously they got to make entry and they don't really know where the shooter is all they see is some broken glass here they know he's inside but they don't know where he is exactly okay so place part again. Here's a shooting. He's grazed, and his buddy takes it. It falls down. Drops a scope over there. Takes cover. So he's taking cover, guys, at this point. And what he's trying to do is he's trying to get an angle. He knows where the where the shooter is roughly now since he uh, took down his partner. So, or it was a flashlight. It might have not been a scope. It might have been a flashlight, actually. But you guys get the idea. He dropped something. And he obviously takes cover immediately. So at this point, he's trying to pan to see if he can see the shooter anywhere. Here's more gunshots. He ends up uh, looking. God damn it! Obviously, he's frustrated. He can't get an angle on the shooter. Tries to take both sides. See, at this point, he's probably looking through the scope, guys, trying to see where the hell he can see him. He's scanning the area. And mind you, his partner is down, guys. Remember, his partner is right there in the in the in the in the crossfire. Uh, so obviously, he's frustrated. He wants to see where the shooter is so that he can get to his guy. The shooter has an angle on that officer. We need to get up there. I don't know where he's at. The glass is blocking him. Still trying to get an angle. Obviously, his heart is pounding, guys. Like, I can't even imagine, like, what he's going through right now. I, you know, because I've done, like, when I've done my active shooter training, like, it's just a simulation, right? But obviously you're using actors and all this other stuff and you're, you know, your heartbeat is going crazy. So I can only imagine in a real situation like this, live rounds, your partner's down. Obviously every second counts. You're trying to, uh, you want to go and get to your guy, but obviously that's not going to help because they could just shoot you and then both y'all are down and you won't be able to save them. So um, it's a very tough predicament to be in right now.
Corey Galloway is the officer's name, by the way, guys. Corey Galloway. Nicholas Wilt and Corey Galloway. Galloway is who we're watching right now. Wilt is down. Now, I know some of you guys are saying shoot the glass out, etc. They can't do that, guys. And the reason why is because there's innocent people in the bank. And, you know, obviously police officers aren't trained to shoot the same way the military is. In the military, they can do cover fire, all that stuff. In law enforcement, you're not trained to do cover fire because every bullet that comes out the, the, uh, the gun is your responsibility. And you don't want to shoot anybody or hit anybody uh, that's innocent, right? You want to make sure all your rounds hit the intended target. Can't do cover fire or just shoot out the glass randomly. And he can't see inside the bank, guys. Keep in mind that it's one-way glass. He's shooting straight through these windows, right towards the officer. All right, so you can see other officers, it seems, they are coming up behind him, getting on scene. Be able to plate somehow. To be able to get there and pull him down from the You can see a vehicle right here. A couple other officers roll up. Stairs. So they're taking what you call a tactical L, guys. So the reason why you want to do that is so that you don't crossfire, right? So they know that the target is over here. So what they're going to do is they're going to go ahead and take this side so that they can go ahead. If they do shoot at the individual, both of them are out of the line of sight. This is called a tactical L. All right. And also they know that the officer, Will, is down over here. So they're going to try to see if they can extract him as well. Is that, is that Blue talking? Yeah, Blue talking. Okay, when they say Blue, guys, that means that's other law enforcement, right? So whenever you're involved in a situation like this, keep in mind, these police officers probably don't know each other. This is a big department. They may or may not know each other or recognize each other. When a shooting like this is happening, Everyone is converging to the same scene, so they might not be used to each other shift-wise, etc., or they might not be in the, the patrol the same area. So everyone's showing up. So the, the way you talk is, hey, blue, 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 blue. That means I'm, I'm law enforcement, etc., so that you don't have a situation of friendly fire or anything else like that. Like if you're raiding a house, you're saying, hey, blue coming out, blue coming out. So when you come out, no one, you know, hits you or anything like that. A lot of the times, especially when you're playing close. Some of you guys are saying flashbangs, guys. Uh, patrolmen, like these guys, don't carry flashbangs. That is um, specialized units that, that have that only, SWAT teams, etc. cetera. Uh, guys on the road doing regular patrol. Remember, these are first responders. They're not going to have flashbangs or any type of sophisticated equipment like that a lot of the time. God, don't have an angle. All right, so he hears the shooting again. Obviously, he's frustrated because he doesn't have an angle. So he's able to place three shots and get them down. We're going to rewind that real quick. An angle. Bam. So he shoots his AR three times and he gets them. So when the guy shot, he was able to get a, a look at him and he returns fire. Hey, I got him down. I think he's down. Yank the left off now. Yank him down the stairs. 
I think he's down. Yeah, suspect down. Get the officer. So here's Wilt right here down. Obviously, at this point, he's got to focus on the shooter to make sure he doesn't um, shoot anybody else, right? So he's going to pursue the threat. And then the other officers that came in, they're over here. They're going to go ahead and extract this officer. So like I said before, they're coming up. They're going to grab him. Here's a suspect right here. As y'all can see, L for him, bro. You can see his rifle right here. Now, this was from a Samaritan that recorded from the other side. Hold it, cover for me. Sorry, from a witness. Yeah, the civilian uh, recorded this from the cell phone from behind. So you can see the officers roll up. One thirteen Baker, we're making entry from the uh, from the east side at Preston Main. So you can see right there, Galloway, he, he rolls, right? He gets grazed. He immediately takes cover. Officer. Is he okay? Yeah, I think he just got grazed. Shout out to this witness getting this uh, this footage here, man. He's out here risking getting shot himself to get this footage for y'all. The shooter has an angle on that officer. We need to get up there. I don't know where he's at. The glass is blocking him. This guy is recording just waiting to get I shot. He misses it at the best part. Yeah, I want to be. He missed it at the best part. So, okay. So, let's go back to this right here, right? So, trying to get an angle. Like the video, by the way, guys. Y'all ain't going to get breakdowns like this anywhere else, man. All right. And break, case breakdowns and tactical breakdowns for y'all. I think he's down. Okay, this is after he shoots him. Hold on. I think okay. he's down. So when he hears those shots, he's able to kind of figure out where the guy is. 
Boom. He sees him again. Boom. Nice. Three clean shots. I think I got him down. I think he's down. Yank the left drop now. Yank so the shooter messed up. He exposed his position. The officer was able to retaliate. Line him up. Boom. Just shoot his dumb ass. Get down the stairs. Three well-placed shots. Man, I feel like I'm playing Counter-Strike. Yeah, <laughs> Counter-Strike. <laughs> And he has a scope on his AR too, so you already know that the thing was. I think he's down. Yeah, suspect down. Get the officer. See, so first thing he's looking at, he's making sure that the weapon is away from the individual, right? That they can't, they can't grab it. And boom, he's down. At this point, he gone. Fatality. So, hey, hey, man, he deserved it, man. That's what he gets for being a dumbass, uh, shooting a bunch of innocent people. Uh, <clears throat> so what else here? Um... So yeah, guys, that was pretty much the breakdown here. And then what they actually, another thing, um, his parents ended up praising the police uh, for shooting him, which is crazy. But I mean, I guess their son was on some, on some demon time, so they had to do what they had to do. 25-year-old gunman in the Louisville bank shooting is speaking out. They say there were no warning signs that their son was going to snap. And they have words of praise for the cops who killed. For those that are wondering about the other police officer, Nick Wilt, uh, I put a link below, guys, uh, for our Facebook page. So you guys can go ahead and donate. Like I said before, you don't have to donate a dollar to this stream. The only thing I ask, like the video. Um, but go ahead and donate to his Facebook. Uh, there's also a Venmo there. And that will be um, to his um, medical Care. recovery. And medical care. He's in yeah. critical condition right now and because he, he, he was shot in the head. Their son during the shootout. Their public statement comes as police are releasing panic 911 calls from that day, including one from the shooter's own mother. The parents of bank shooter Connor Sturgeon are praising the police for taking down their son Man. before he killed more victims. No words can express our sorrow, anguish, and horror at the unthinkable harm our son Connor inflicted, they say in a statement. We are deeply grateful for the bravery and heroism of the Louisville Metropolitan Police Department. They said their son was struggling with mental health. While Connor, like many of his contemporaries, had mental health challenges, which we as a family were actively addressing, there were never any warning signs or indications he was capable of this shocking act. Police released the dramatic 911 calls today, including the shooter's mother, Lisa. You can hear the anguish in her voice. My son might be because I have a gun and he's heading toward the old national. I'm so sorry. I'm getting details secondhand. Oh my lord. I, I don't know what to do. I need your help. He's never hurt me once. He's a really good kid. He doesn't even own guns. I don't know where he would have gotten a gun. Where did you get something. this information from? Who told you it's what's going on? His roommate called me. I'm shaking. Uh, what do I do? Just go there? No, I don't want you to go to the location. Okay? It's dangerous there. You've had calls from other people, so he's already there. Yeah. Other calls came from witnesses in and out of the old National Bank. We are an active shooter. Are they inside or outside? Inside. Has anybody been shot? Yes. How many people? 
I don't know, probably eight or nine. Are you with any of them? Yes, but I'm in a closet hiding. I, I know who it is. How do you know the person? He works with us. Is that shots fired? Yes, It's old National Bank. And how do you know you have an active shooter on the site? I just watched it. How do you watch it? You watched it on a meeting. On a team's meeting? Yes, we were having a board meeting. I think he had khakis on, maybe he had a rifle. Experts are poring over the dramatic police body cam footage released last night. <laughs> Officer Corey Galloway is grazed in the shoulder what, um, by a two bullet weeks ago, and right? falls back. Yeah. Yeah, uh, April 10th was this uh, what happened. He got oh, grazed in the shoulder. His partner, 26-year-old Nicholas Wilt, was shot in the head. He remains in critical but stable condition. Police say Sturgeon could see out of the tinted windows, but that officers could not see in. And that was a huge advantage uh, that he was able to see them and he wasn't able to uh, see them. Or he was able to see them, but the police weren't able to see him back through the glass. I don't know where he's at. The glass is blocking him. Now, Connor Sturgeon's parents are grateful to the officers who killed their son before he... Bam. That sucks, man, for the parents. Yeah. Uh, and now here's what we know about Connor Sturgeon. In the Camp Taylor neighborhood, we know they were also going door to door uh, asking for ring video, ring camera video, things of that nature. But that one particular home in the Camp Taylor, Camp Taylor neighborhood was listed as an address for the shooter. Travis Breeze and photojournalist Paul Dunsford were there on the scene when police went inside the home. An LMPD SWAT. They went ahead and did a search at his house immediately after team rolling up to the Camp Taylor home of 25-year-old Connor Sturgeon around 2.45 p.m. Monday. Officers knocked. We lived there with his roommate, guys. It was a two-bedroom, uh, one, two-bedroom, two-bath, I think, house, single-family home. He lived there with his roommate. Mm -hmm. We went to school with at Alabama, University of Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. Loudly and entered with no resistance. It scares you. You're afraid to, you know, walk your dog or whatever people living on taylor avenue reacting to the scene downtown and also trying to recall any previous exchanges with sturgeon he does look familiar you never spoke to him or waved at him or anything not that i can remember to live next door to someone i mean i can't say nothing bad about the guy friendly i was never scared or or afraid or had fear of them they're very nice people Kira Algayer lives right next door to Sturgeon and at least one roommate. We were able to speak with her as soon as police took down the crime scene tape. Never heard no kind of violence, never heard noise from them. Very respectful. Yeah. Probably like your. It's always the quiet ones. Your favorite neighbor. According to News and Tribune in New Albany, Sturgeon was a star track and basketball athlete at Floyd Central High mm -hmm. School and his dad was the coach for a time. We did see oh one person on the forensics team walking out with a laptop, but that officer would not confirm it was a piece of evidence. But I just don't understand oh, why you want to go. Officer would not confirm. So you can see ATF here at the scene, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. The reason why they're there, guys, is because they are the lead agency when it comes to tracing firearms in the United States. Obviously, they were able to get a hold of the um, AR and trace it back and figure out that he did purchase the firearm legally approximately one week to the shooting. Um, this guy's PD, this guy's PD. Uh, I'm trying to see where this guy is. It was a this guy might be my former agency man. He might be um Homeland Security. That's what the that's what the HSI badge looks like. 
piece of evidence. Can I just you see it? Like you saw blue. I don't understand why. Well, no, it's because the blue middle part. That's that's uh that's typically a DHS feature. You want to go hurt mm-hmm. people's moms, dads, mm-hmm. you know, brother, sister. The SWAT team did not stay long as police wasted no time to explore all motives in this shooting. Travis Breeze, WHAS 11 on your side. Now, a spokesperson for the Floyd Central District uh, has not. All right. So and then also, guys, they were going to actually go ahead and auction this thing, man. People are crazy, bro. Rifle used by Louisville bank shooter likely won't go to auction. So they were going to auction it, guys. Which is crazy. Next, or new at five, the rifle used in the mass shooting at the Old National Bank will likely not be auctioned off by state police. Uh, the ATF is investigating the shooting in conjunction with Louisville police. The agency confirmed to WLKY this afternoon that they have possession of the weapon used by Connor Sturgeon. It could not go. Uh, they could not go into details of the case, though. But told. Yeah, I mean that's crazy that it even has to be like that. But yes, like um, the ATF is definitely going to have custody of the gun because they have to go ahead and do their e-trace guys to do an e-trace. That means ATF has to take possession of the firearm. Anytime I did a, ca- a case that had guns, I would always turn the guns over to ATF. It was just easier anyway that way because guns are considered high-risk evidence. You don't want to have that shit anyway. So I would just turn it over to them. Mm-hmm. They do the e-trace for me way easier. I still get the seizure. I stat it, and they go ahead and actually deal with the, the, um, the physical firearm. In general, guns seized in federal investigations are disposed of and not transferred to state police for auction. Many people, including Mayor Greenberg and the Sturgeon family, have criticized the Kentucky law that allows guns used in crimes to be sold by KSP. That's wild. I don't even know the Kentucky State Police could do that, bro. Well, I guess they got to make money somehow, right? So, um, Roto-Rooter does that. Roto-Rooter. Bullshit. All right. So, anyway... Guys, I think, uh, what are your thoughts on this, Angie? Do you have anything before we uh, close this thing up? Uh, yeah, well, I just want to address that mental health is very important. Honestly, like, it's just crazy to me. I will always address mental health, you guys, because this is why these kind of things happens. This guy was all, like, had all the privilege. He has, a, like, a, he had a great family. He was living with a roommate, tall. He was cute as well. Like, I mean, I, I just don't understand. He, he's definitely had some mental issues yeah yeah definitely uh there's no reason to be out here shooting people bro like what the hell's going on here man but eh, mm-hmm. it is what it is man people are crazy so um yeah guys uh hope you guys enjoyed that one man yeah definitely an l chat in this case uh, <laughs> uh guys i put the link below if you guys want to go ahead and um check out <clears throat> excuse me the uh the um the basically the drive for the officer that was critically wounded um nick wilt um, you know, instead of donating to the show, like I said before, I prefer if you guys went ahead and took, you know, every dollar and went and donated to him, just like this video instead and donate anything you wanted to super chat to him. Hopefully we can get him out of critical condition and he'll make a full recovery. Uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the channel and, uh, the, the Instagram is what it's fed at dot 18 11, right? Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, and then it looks like you guys go ahead and gave us the poll. So, uh, we we're going to do, super chats we're going to do the Colombo crime family. Oh, the, ch- the chat. Okay. Yeah. Like shit. a few. Okay, uh, do the Sudan conflict. Um, I don't think that that's not really a fed topic, guys. Um, I have the full Red House video if you need it. Okay, yeah, DM it to uh, fed it.1811 so Angie can have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we covered this with Joker. Shout out to you. Uh, Myron, don't give a fuck about the Fuentes black controversy, bro. I don't care about race, man. I care about content. Uh, oh, wait, is that you, Angie? Yes. Okay, like the video, pervies. Okay, 
Uh, appreciate the time and effort you take into creating this channel, Myron. You and Angie do a great job. Keep it up. Appreciate that, my friend. Uh, David, did Officer survive? Thanks for everything you do, Myron. Podcast, men's mental health, self-improvement. God will record you accordingly. Uh, uh, reward you accordingly. Hey, bro, like I said before, man, hopefully uh, Officer Wilt makes it out of this. That's what really matters. In this case, um, this guy, uh, the Louisville shooter, he is a scumbag. And uh, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 yeah, definitely. Fatality. Hit him with the fatality. Um, all right, guys, other than that, man, we'll be uh, back here with Fresh of Fit. Um, we're going to have Money Monday tomorrow, and then we're going to have a show with some lovely ladies. Um, Fed it that 1811. And then also, if you guys want to go ahead and bother Angie on her regular Instagram, it's so angelic. No, so no. angelic with two A's at the end. No. <laughs> go ahead and send dick pics. No, I'm God just kidding. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Uh, love you guys. And don't forget to um, donate to Officer Wilt. Uh, hopefully, man, uh, prayers go out to him and his family. Prayers go out to the victims of this case. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. I was a special agent with Homeland Security Investigations, okay, guys? HSI. The cases that I did mostly were human smuggling and drug trafficking.